The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. And welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. How are you, Miss Simi? Hello. 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 They're trying not to let us be great, but Oh no. I think not again. Yeah, I think it hasn't happened in quite a while, so you know. Great. But we're gonna fight through it. Uh <laughs> welcome to this week's edition of the NXT cast. Woo! Everything good with you? Yes, I miss Sasha Banks. <laughs> God damn it. It should be coming up here soon, her return. Oh, oh, come back to me. I miss you and your wigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's been uh, laying super low. She hadn't really been on Instagram or anything like that. Really? Like, where are you, ma'am? I miss you. I'll be out here uh, learning some more Japanese submission holes. Ah. I want to see all of them. Because you know, whenever she comes back, she always has something new in her arsenal. Right. So yeah. I would expect nothing different this time around. Um, I love that about her. <laughs> <laughs> this is the NXT cast where we talk about NXT each and every week here on the CSPN. You can find this episode and this podcast on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to this podcast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Switch Radio. All you have to do is subscribe to the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Click on the logo that has the New Day holding the WrestleCast sign and the NXT cast, the Raw cast, SmackDown Matters, the WrestleCast, and Cast a Strong Style will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. So we start with an opening video that recaps the end of last week's NXT show where we had Karrion Cross leaving William Regal in the middle of the NXT parking lot unconscious. Um, so that sets up the show as we get right into the action because there are no boring 20-minute promos here as Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher they're taking on Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan in a match that was set up last week. Lorcan is sent to the outside, leaving Ciampa to go after Dunne's arm. Thatcher and Lorcan brawl on the floor, but the returning Ridge Holland takes Thatcher down. Lorcan is able to save Pete Dunne, and then Pete Dunne hits the bitter end to get the win as he pinned Tommaso Ciampa. So after, after the match, Oni Lorcan and Pete Dunne, they hold Ciampa back as Thatcher gets destroyed. By Ridge Holland and the villains stand tall. Mm. 
freaking swag Oliver Twist is back. <laughs> man, Riz <laughs> Holland has gotten huge, man. Good gracious. All he's, he was already big, and he, well, now he's bigger. He broke, his, he broke his leg, so he couldn't work out his legs. But he never missed an arm day, obviously. Jesus Christ, how many posts were you doing, sir? Goddamn. <laughs> Shit. He looked like young Brock. Yeah. He was masked full. If you've I'm ever, like, goddamn. It's, it's like what happened to Scott Steiner back in the day. Scott Steiner, mm-hmm. Scott Steiner was a big guy back in the day. He was probably about mm-hmm. two hundred and fifty something pounds, two hundred and forty something mm-hmm. pounds. But he had that more athletic, like kind of like a Jason Jordan type build. Yeah, you know, like he wore the singlet and everything. That like amateur wrestling type build. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot what happened to him. He hurt like his pectoral muscle or something one of his bicep or one of those muscles and then when he came back off of that injury it was like holy smokes uh, Scott Steiner been sucking on an air hose. <laughs> huge. Why you so small? Yeah. It's like oh my god. It's like oh I guess he won't be doing the Frankensteiner anymore. Cause my god, he was the first one I ever saw do the top rope hurricane runner. <laughs> but Lord, I was like god damn Oliver Twist. Why are you so small? Jesus Christ, you're so big. So I guess Ridge Holland is kind of taking Danny Birch's position since Danny's hurt. And yeah. it's kind of, even though only Lorcan's American, uh, we got mm-hmm. this, you know, kind of, is he? yeah, British, well, uh, British, um, yeah, Danny Birch is the English one and then only uh, is the American one. Uh, so we kind of got this like British faction, you know, kind mm-hmm. of setting up, but I like it, you know, uh, <laughs> Ridge Holland as their muscle definitely is a, is a good look. So it's like okay, let's see what's gonna happen. Yeah, Thatcher and Chompa keep losing. They still need what's the name though? Now see, they really need Pat McAfee now since yes. Ridge Holland is back. Right, they do. It's like damn, but Pat McAfee, Ma- McAfee, Because <laughs> if you remember the story, uh, Ridge Holland was the hitter for um pat mcafee when he wanted to try to take out adam cole and have somebody do his dirty work uh he hired rich holland to do that dirty work but it never got done because rich holland got hurt uh carmelo hayes says he is ready to win this breakout tournament uh then we have hit row they're ready to take apart Legado del Fantasma. And Top Dolly even throws in some Spanish so they understand that they mean business. Uh, yeah. This is great. <laughs> I loved it. Amazing. They're so good. I love this. Again, it's the camera angle for me because they were like talking down at the camera. I love this. It was so good. So good. Uh, Samoa Joe comes out. He sets up a table and a chair in the ring. He knows Karrion Cross isn't going to come out to do anything himself. So he would like William Regal out here right now. William Regal comes out. Joe says he knows that Regal wants to fire Karrion Cross, but Joe has a better idea and it's going to be a three step process. He says, first up, he presents William Regal with his resignation as a part of the NXT management team. Step two is another piece of paper which needs Regal's signature to bring back Joe to the main, to the uh, active participant on the roster. Regal signs yes. it, which brings us to the third step. 
signing the oh. contract for Joe versus Karrion Cross for a takeover, which Regal does as well. And uh, the match is on, even though we yes! never said like an audible word. He, but he saw it in his eyes. Yeah, he just nodded and agreed a lot. <laughs> yes, because he knows there's no stopping Joe. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they've done through this title run of Karrion Cross, and, and a lot of people have been talking about how NXT just doesn't have that same pop that it uh-huh. usually has or it has had. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that, as I'm starting to think about it, due to something that Anwar Starwin told me, has a lot mm-hmm. to do with Karrion Cross being the champion and his lack of fire and interest uh, has yep. really seemed to dull the whole show. Um, yep. Because the number one champion isn't must see. Uh huh. You know what I mean? But they have. Because the- listen, okay. when Finn was that champion, when Adam Cole was that champion, it was hot because you're like, oh, who's going to go after him? Let's go. Let's go. Karen Cross, nobody cares about you. I just want you to go away. I want somebody to steal Scarlet. And I want you to lose the championship. They have done a great job of setting up wanting to see that man get choked out by some other Yes. That's the best thing they've have. done with him. As exactly. Setting him up this is the best to have shit. his eyes roll back into the back of his head. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's it. Yes. I love this mojo. I was like, I know you're not going to be here because you're, you're too punk of a person to show up tonight. I was like, yes, Joe! <laughs> and then we pulled out those contracts. I was like, do it! I'm so excited. I'm so excited! <laughs> Choke him out. I still wish or hope that when Joe wins the title, mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. he reverts back to the management thing and they put the title yeah. up in the tournament. Yes. I think that's what's going to happen. I think he just wants to take that shit away because he's like, fuck you, Karrion Cross. I'm going to take away everything you love. Yes, take him. Do it. I'm so excited. I I literally cheered, <laughs> and I was so upset because my DVR didn't freaking record because it's on. I think it was on Sci-Fi, it so it got confused. Sci-Fi, yeah. So the confusion happened. It didn't record, and I was real mad because I can't fast forward through commercials, so I could like watch the like Peacock version, which is goddamn annoying. But we'll watch it. I heard that Peacock sucks if you try to watch NXT back. It's just the worst. Yeah, they they definitely have taken the 10 years of goodwill that they put into that network and thrown all of that shit away for a billion dollars. Yep. Because (laughs) this is awful. My God. You can't even fast forward right. Like, cause you know how you can fast, you can just see the images so you can see when you can stop and play. It doesn't do that. It just does the bar. So bitch, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how far I fast forward it. Annoying. The interface sucks. Who was the app developer? Because I need to smack you in the face. Because <laughs> what is this? What is this? I hate it. <sighs> Josh Briggs says that he is ready to win this year's breakout tournament. Then we go to earlier in the day where L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes are out on the golf course. Cameron Grimes is busy washing Knight's golf balls and then gets confused by which clubs to use. Grimes is like, a driver? I'm your driver. L.A. Knight's like, that's a sandwich. Cameron Grimes is like, a sandwich? You hungry? So Cameron Grimes 
even throws out a $5,000 bet on Knight hitting it into the trees. Knight does just that and then yells at Cameron Grimes for mentioning it. It's like, he got it in my head. He put it in my head. I love him so much. So, oh, he makes me so happy. You're Cameron Grimes out here in some damn cowboy boots, some green socks, lime green uh, polo shirt, uh, freaking i don't even know what you call that hat he had on that was not what hat that was oh god yeah oh it's so funny he's annoying the shit out of la night and i know la night is regretting ever making that bet oh it's hilarious yeah this, I love is, it so what, much. this is the foresight that aew didn't have with exactly T and Miro, right right because Chucky e. T is hilarious as well. So they, <laughs> so they could have done things. Since they did the video game thing, what they could have did was had it set up like Miro was at an arcade and he uh-huh. kept losing and he needed uh, like an ace. Yeah. Like he needed Chuck to like keep putting the coins in for him or something or keep going to get him more coins because he keeps losing. I mean, something creative. Yeah, what they something. did was very generic and basic. Yeah. It didn't even have the emotional punch behind it where he, like, would make him lose the matches or, or like, attack people, something. Like, just something, like, absolutely, like, on the opposite spectrum. Like, where he would just have him, like, beat people up after the match, like Mero always does or something. So, it would be, like, really go against his morals. Right. But, no, it was just not good. Right. But this, this is hilarious. This is so funny. When he said a sandwich, you hungry? <laughs> I died. Oh, my God. And I was like, you see this one? This one is just like not the others. This is a drug. He was like, oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God. I love you. Oh, he's so funny. This is great. I love this. <laughs> I love all these videos. <laughs> Keep them coming. Our man, Carmelo Hayes, is taking on Josh Briggs in the breakout tournament first round. A code breaker gives Hayes a two count, and he hits a running boot in the corner. Briggs shoves him uh, to hit his big boot of his own, and he hits him with a choke slam, and that gets two count. The side slam is countered into a face plant, and Hayes does it again for good measure. Then he hits a top rope famister. And he gets Oops. the win. So Carmelo Hayes is moving on oh. to the next round. Yes. This is a good match. I enjoyed this a lot. It really was. So yeah. I was like, ooh. I've enjoyed this breakout tournament because it's really like um just showing me like new wrestlers and just like fresh matchups that I really like enjoy because I don't know who anybody is. <laughs> so I'm like, ooh, this is fun. What are you guys going to do? So this is really good. I really enjoyed this tournament. I really enjoyed this match. Ruin for you, Carmelo Hayes. Did you watch? Uh, I, I I try to make sure that I take eight to ten minutes of my Thursday every day to watch Mackenzie Mitchell and Alicia Taylor. On the, I saw the, the newest one. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the interview with uh, Carmelo Hayes? They did. <laughs> Yes, that was so good. I like them together. They're so funny. They're so funny. She's like, oh, this is she's so like, good. She's like, yeah, that's kind of what happens, you know, with friends. You know, she was like, what? At least she's like, what? It's like, so your friends just go around <laughs> kicking you in the face, huh? <laughs> it was great. They have such a good chemistry together. I love it. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, Frankie Monet is ready to take the Robert Stone brand to the next level. Maybe they can even win the women's tag team titles. 
who are the women's tag team champions? Uh, uh, it's right. Oh, oh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, EO. It's EO and 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 yeah, and yeah, because they it's not like we've seen them lately, but you nope. know, they they actually remedied that, and we get a reason why, uh, right? Just because NXT knows how to take care of their women's division. Hmm. Hmm. Somebody should take notes. AEW. Let's, Let's see here. This would have been probably about. Let's say opening match was probably about twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Post match, Carmelo Hayes, Hit Row, Samoa Joe. That took up probably about another fifteen minutes. All of that together, LA Knight. That's about five. This breakout tournament match was probably about another ten. So probably about forty minutes into the show, we get our women's matchup so we get something in the first hour of the show and then bam we have our women's division unlike AEW but yes I was just lamenting that it probably takes about 40 minutes so this took place in the first hour of the show at least Mm -hmm. this women's division you know just women's part but anyway um, that's when little team sunshine Casey Cantonzaro <laughs> and our favorite Caden Carter come up to say not so fast my friends because you can't create <laughs> chemistry like theirs and they basically challenged them to a match later on in the night so it's going to be Frankie Monet and Jessica Maya against Ooh. Little Team Sunshine I love this group they're like hold on hold on hold on like you no 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 back of the line Caden Carter has a very good mm-hmm. promo she does I was like, all right, you better talk your shit. The way she like did the like white girl accent was great. <laughs> so I was, like, <laughs> was like, you know, I used to like their spunk. Now I think they're annoying. <laughs> Jesse was like, they've always been annoying. <laughs> and the damn Barbara, Barbara Stone wanted to be a part. Be like, yeah, they're always annoying, Mackenzie. <laughs> Just walking away. I love this. This is great. I'm here for a feud between these two. We get back on the golf course. Cameron Grimes <laughs> imitating a golf commentator, and L.A. Knight hits the ball into the water. So, of course, Cameron Grimes just starts laughing until L.A. Knight sends him into the drink after the ball. He finds oh, the God. ball, and here comes Ted DiBiase on a golf cart. Ted DiBiase talks about how people like L.A. Knight are always going to hold people like Cameron Grimes down. Grimes was born to be a champion, and DiBiase sees him as a fighter, and he needs to think about that. I love this. This was I was just like, you better be an old wise white man. Just coming in and be like, believe in yourself. You have the fight and then boom, driving away on the golf cart. That was great. I'm here for this. I love it. And the Miss Simi highlight of the night. Yeah. Kota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez to come out for a pro. Gonzalez talks mm-hmm. about destroying Zia Lee last week and wonders who is next. Thought she was <laughs> She's going to go full Goldberg on us. Uh, She Mm. says, bring them on because no one is stopping her. Dakota Kai grabs the mic. She says, Gonzalez is the most dominant woman in NXT history and lists off the greats of the NXT women's division over the years that she is better than. Charlotte Flair, Asuka, um, who else did she say? Io Shirai. Uh, She said Ember. Yeah, Ember, Io Shirai. She says, this vision... Yeah, she said this division is great because of one woman, 
but she doesn't say who, and asks, who is woman enough to challenge Gonzalez at TakeOver? Dakota Kai says Gonzalez will be the champion for as long as she has her back. And some posing oh. ensues. She, uh, Gonzalez is up on the rope, you know, holding the belt up, John with the crowd. Gonzalez comes down off the turnbuckles, turns around, and gets kicked in the face by Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai holds up the title, and everybody in the Capitol Wrestling Center had the same uh, cheering of <laughs> approval that Miss Simi just gave y'all. Um, I wonder how Raquel Gonzalez feels. Like, I just got turned on. And everybody just cheered to see me get kicked in the face. What is going on here? Well, you're not Dakota Kai. I'm sorry. You're great. I love your back muscles. I love the 90s uh, pop star fashions, but you're not Dakota Kai. Sorry. Be Dakota Kai and then we'll cheer for you. I don't know what to tell you. Yes! I knew it was coming. My, she was talking to, I was just like, mm, you're talking too long. I'm like, it's coming. Because they kept, every time she was talking, they panned away to like, so they could focus on Raquel's face. I was like, the kick is coming. It's coming. It's going to come. I I thought when she was like, um, I wonder who's woman enough, she was going to turn and be like me. I was just like, oh, are they swerving me? Are they swerving me? And then like, when Raquel went on the thing, like went on the turnbuckle to like pose, I was just like, oh, this is taking too long. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And bam, the kick. Yeah. As, when she said you're you you will always be champion as long as I have your back, I was like, oh, it's over for you. It's over for you, Miss Ma'am. And it was yes. I knew I'm Dakota. Excited. I knew something was up because she had two tones in her hair. Oh, you're right. Yep. She had the hot pink. You know, it had just been hot pink for the past mm-hmm. like month, two months. But last night it was pink and red. Mm-hmm. So you knew it's mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, that's the little subtleties that NXT can give you if you watch the show week in and week out. Mm-hmm. But you can't just be like a drop-in person. Like, oh, I watched it this week and I haven't watched it in like a month and then come back and you, like, you won't catch those little subtleties like that. Exactly. You got to know what's happening. Right. You got to look for it. You got to see Dakota's eyes every time. For like the past like month and a half, two months, You've been seeing her eyes. Mm-hmm. She's been cutting her eyes real yeah. good. I was like, ooh. Yeah, that's what McKenzie was like. Every time I mentioned uh, Raquel Gonzalez when I was around her presence, I see these eyes from Dakota Kai. <laughs> yep. She'd be cutting those eyes. I see. Ooh, Lord. Yes. And Dakota better win this championship and keep it. Okay? Hunter, you hear me? Are you listening? <laughs> she better win it. And also... Keep it. You better not pull this bullshit that she pulled months ago when they had the championship for like a night. 37 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then lost it. You bet. Ooh, she better, t- she better keep it. God damn it. The baby, Adam Cole, thinks NXT is nuts right now, including Bronson Reed calling Cole his rebound. That's not what Adam Cole is because he's at the top of the mountain. Tonight, Bronson Reed is falling off of that mountain because he isn't good enough. Cole doesn't care about Reed's 14-year journey, and tonight is just going to be another sad chapter. Ooh, talk shit. But that's what Adam Cole Bebe does. I mean, he's like the best at it. He's <laughs> one of the best shit talkers. <laughs> This ever. <laughs> so, good. Um, so we see Io Shirai in the like training ring 
And Zoe Stark comes up to EO to ask for <laughs> some of her time to do some partner bonding. Uh, EO Shirai's like, remember, I respect you, but I don't like you. And Zoe Stark's just like, but we gotta, we gotta be a team if we want to keep these belts. We gotta be a team. So EO is kind of like, rolls her eyes and walks off with Zoe Stark, or just kind of walks off. And Zoe Stark assumes that she's gonna be down for it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like us being friends, I was like, yeah, she's like, no. <laughs> I love that. Ooh, this partnership is not gonna work out. They gonna lose to Casey and Kane. Ooh, they gonna lose so bad. And then they gonna feud with each other because you can't get along. This is this was hilarious. Because EO was looking like, girl, no. Yeah, well, I don't want to be your friend. Why are you wasting my time? Like, this is a right. strictly a working relationship. No, we exactly. Cannot, no, we cannot hang out after work. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this. No. She's like, uh-uh. Like, why are you in my face? I don't like, get out of here. I need my space. <laughs> why are you right here? Why are you so excited? I don't want to be your friend. No, I don't want to go out for mimosas. No, I'm not going to brunch. No. Get out of here. <laughs> it's great. Oh, sorry. Oh, I love it. Mandy Rose. We see her in the back talking to Gigi Dolan and JC Jane until she has to throw the cameras out. So it looks Ooh. like. I, now, see, this is what I don't get. Like, uh, so is mm-hmm. she like the new hair recruiter for right. Robert Stone brand? And is the Robert Stone, is she like, is she affiliated? Is she trying to get her own counter crew? To the rubber brand, like nobody knows. Promo. We <laughs> don't know for three weeks. You haven't talked. Exactly. <laughs> what is going on? But you know what I do know? She went heavy on that goddamn tanner. <laughs> Why is your skin so brown? Good God, lady! Heavy on the spray tan. She's trying to. Good God. She's trying to separate herself from being a Dana Brooke lookalike or Dana Brooke looking like her, whichever way you want to. Well, listen. I guess it's because your skin is three shades darker than Dana's now. Man, (laughs) Jesus Christ. You know, she, you've seen, um, (laughs) you've seen seen, uh, 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 Tropic Thunder, right? Yes, yes. She she was like two more shades away from being Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) She was. Oh my God. She really was. I love that movie. That movie's hilarious. But every like, Every like six weeks, somebody on Twitter is like, "I can't believe we let Robert Downey Jr. get away with blackface." Did you watch the movie? Right. Did you watch the movie? Right. Do you know what satire is? You don't. You don't know what satire is the- because if you'd watched the movie, you would know that they were making fun of people who go too deep into it. it- Shut up. Go watch the movie. Go read some. Yeah. Go read a book. It's just like <laughs> earlier this week, somebody tweeted out like, what was going on in the culture in the early 2000s that let Paul Wall and Bubba Sparks exist? Like, if, don't Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare come for Bubba Sparks or Paul Wall. That's the icy. Ch- don't you. Don't. You leave. <laughs> you leave those down. two white men alone. Yeah. You. you, you mm, listen. I listen to still tipping and don't, don't talk to me. <laughs> I hate when people do that. I'm like, no, 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 no. You leave Paul Wall and you leave Bubba Sparks out of this shit. You, you go away. Right. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Not those two. <laughs> Casey Kentonzaro, Caden Carter, yeah. Little Team Sunshine versus Jessica Mayer and Frankie Monet. 
Monet comes in for a DDT out of the corner to take over on Caden Carter, including the running knees in the corner. Rights and lefts keep Carter in trouble with Monet, uh, you know, starting to shout out to the crowd. Hold on, though. Robert Stone throws in his purse. Yes, his purse to get her attention. <laughs> the distraction lets Caden Carter hit a pump kick, setting up the neckbreaker 450 combination, and they pin Frankie Monet and Casey Canzaro and Caden Carter are your winners. Woo! Frankie Monet was pissed! And Robert Stone got one more time. One more time. Uh, Before he got his ass kicked. The only thing I didn't like about this match was I don't think there was Mm -hmm. enough Jessica May. Yeah, agreed. She she got like maybe a lick in and then she just kept getting beat up and then she was out the ring. And then it was just Frankie. I was just like, hey. There wasn't a lot of Casey Cantanzaro in this match really that much either. Yeah. So Yeah, it was mostly Caden. Yeah, this really made me think to myself like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We need a Caden Carter single run. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. She got the but... promo. She got the. She looks like she can, you know, carry a match by herself. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I, you know, I'm here for it. I love, I love Miss Caden Carter, who's looking sicker than ever. I'm gonna mention it every time because it's true. <laughs> so I wouldn't hate it, but I want them to get those titles first and have a nice, a cute little run with it. Because I think, if anybody, they deserve. Because they work really hard at getting like the tag team moves and being an actual tag team. So they need those titles first. And then you can give me my Caden Carter singles run. Because, yes. Because, yes. I would Uh, like it. Wade Barrett has a sit-down interview with Malcolm Bibbins and Roderick Strong. The diamond mine was perfect for Roderick Strong because he was tired of the drama of the Undisputed Era. Bibbins talks about how great of a talent Strong is and anyone, including William Regal, can understand that. Barrett asks about the Cruiserweight title on Bobby Fish, so Roderick Strong promises to end Bobby Fish next week. Bobby Fish wasn't part of the drama. It wasn't his fault. (laughs) Why are you trying to fight Bobbert? God damn it. I understand. He was just like, I couldn't take this stress anymore. Because, like, he was like a freaking in the middle of a divorce. Just trying to be, just trying to get everybody to get along. Mm. He's like that little bit from Soul Food. He was tired of it. That little bit Chris Brown. <laughs> from Soul Food? Yes. That's not Chris Brown. That's not a young Chris Brown. And so the movie where they have the money in the TV, right? Yeah, it's all, that's not Chris Brown. He's in one of those movies like that, though. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he is, but that's not okay, it. Okay, <laughs> all right. I, thought, I always thought that was Chris Brown. I was no! That's not as too light to me, that boy. I have to figure out what movie that is that Chris Brown is in. But he, he, he plays the exact same character. I know what you mean. I, I don't know the movie, though. I don't remember the movie. Yeah. Okay, excuse me. Got my, got my black folks mixed up. Sorry. Uh, so, I dare you. You're sounding like a white woman. <laughs> so we look at Dakota Kai turning on Raquel Gonzalez again. We're trying to get a word with Dakota Kai as she's leaving the building. But of course, she is getting the hell up out of there with the quickness. Yeah. She's like, I'm not here for it. Bye-bye. <laughs> she just leaves. Hit oh. versus Imperium is our next matchup. Um, so they are beating the hell out of uh, 
Ashanti uh, Adonis. Ashanti Adonis. He finally manages a backdrop and gets the hot tag to bring in Top Dollar to clean house. Top Dollar knee lifts Fabian Eichner and a side slam puts him down again. Um, Ashanti Adonis plants the Bartel, but here is Legado del Fantasma to take Adonis out. Top Dollar chases them off, and he gets caught slipping because he left the ringside area, and the European bomb from Imperium finishes off Shanti Diodontis, and uh, Imperium get the win over Hit Row. This is a good match. I enjoy Imperium a lot, and I love Hit Row, so this was a really good match. Yeah, Imperium Uh, can go. They're good. They're so good. When they do that freaking thing where they pose at the top and just jump on people, I was like, damn! <laughs> ah! <laughs> and when Tom Dollar like, did that freaking leg drop, that looked devastating. Oh, he went out in the ring to protect his friend. I was like, that's right. I was like, but don't leave your other friend! No! <laughs> don't leave your other friend! So, whoo! So it was so good. I really enjoyed this. So after the match, uh, Legado del Fantasma, they come back. They start beating down Top Dollar and Ashanti until Swerve. They got Swerve, too, because uh, yes, they, they, they snuck him. Uh, Santos Escobar snuck him. But eventually, Swerve got a steel chair and came in and cleared the ring out. So um, we're getting a six-man tag real, real soon. Yeah. And then I'm it's excited. Break down into Swerve versus Santos again. That should be mm-hmm. really fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. I mean, Hit Road doesn't lose anything with this mm-hmm. nefarious loss. And no. just And they have been getting the best of Legado del Fantasma for the past like yeah, two they have. weeks. So it was yeah. for them to like, you know, get something back. So, right. And also, it doesn't take away from Imperium as well. Right. Because Imperium is also... And I don't want Walter to chop them. So it's good that they didn't lose. Walter has a broken hand, so I don't know how effective the chopping would be. But he... Have you seen his kicks? I don't know if it's his chop hand that he broke or not. It doesn't even matter. His his non-dominant chop hand will probably kill you as well. (laughs) And he also has very big feet. He will kick your sternum out of you. No. I don't want that for them. <laughs> but um, the good thing they didn't lose. And and what I thought was just a great way to set up this next match. The way they're looking for Austin Theory, because you know he ran away last week. Johnny Gargano said he ran away from home. Andy Hartwell, she gets a present, which is a drawing of Dexter Loomis with the way. Gargano freaks out and says, no way even as Hartwell asked them for a chance. Gargano's like, no chance. So a match is set up with Gargano versus Loomis. With Loomis inclusion in their lives if he can beat Johnny Gargano. So basically, it's a love her or leave her match between Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano with Indy Hartwell's heart on the line. Oh. Dexter Loomis uh, drew a family portrait with him as a part of the way. <laughs> and then uh, Johnny Gargano now is like, okay, we're going to. Candace LeRae was like, okay, here's a matchup. Johnny beats Dexter. <laughs> no go. Dexter beats Johnny. We'll make room for him. <laughs> 
Tony was like, no, he's not part of the family. He cannot be part of the family. <laughs> so Poor Austin Theory. He done ran away from home. I know. I know. And they were all blaming each other for him running away from home. I was like, no, go find him. He doesn't have a brain in his head. He's lost. <laughs> go get him, please. So, oh, this was funny. Yeah, it was very good. It was, and now it's back to the golf course where the grizzled young veterans they pop up and ask if they, uh, L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes can pick up the pace of play. Uh, so they just let L.A. Knight hit the ball into the woods again, so they can move on. Cameron Grimes makes another bet on who can get in, who which of them can get it into the hole next with twenty thousand dollars on the line. So can yeah. so night LA night hits the ball into the water once again. So Cameron Grimes pulls out a gold golf ball, and after hitting LA night low when he drew the club back, he knocks the <laughs> he knocks the golf ball into the hole for a hole in one. And of course, on his backswing, he hit LA night in the head. So. <laughs> So when he realizes, he turns around, he sees L.A. Knight down on the ground. He does the Eddie Guerrero. He tosses the clothes to the, uh, to the grizzled young veterans. It's like, look what they did to you. <laughs> the young it's like, like he wouldn't know you're the one who hit him in the balls, can we? <laughs> yeah, and so they, uh, so grizzled young veterans, they jump on their golf cart and peel out. And uh, oh my L.A. God. Knight's trying to chase after him, but his head and his cojones are both sore, so he didn't get it. It was so funny. He was like, oh my God, look what they did to you. <laughs> Lily Knight is just like falling out. Oh my God. I cackled so hard at this. This was so funny. Oh my God. I love this so much. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> like I said, oh, good. they so great. have taken <laughs> the same kind of uh, premise that the Velveteen mm-hmm. Dream EC3 feud was built on and just yep. expanded it out with mm-hmm. these two. And yeah, it might even be a little bit funnier because like EC3 didn't really have that much of a yeah, dry humor where Cameron yeah. Grimes has that physical in your face yeah. humor. So it just hits different. But yeah, this is great. This is, you know, if you're going to keep this going, this is a great way to do it outside of the arena, outside of yeah. the parking lots, outside of the normal wrestling deals. So, you know what I'm saying? It's all going to lead back to, you know, Cameron Grimes finally getting fed up and or LA yeah. Knight getting fed up with Cameron Grimes. <laughs> and then, you know, it's going to be LA Knight. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be the one that's like, okay. Bad, I made a bad choice. You just been I've had enough of this. Right. And then for camera, be like, but we're having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much. This is like that tweet that's like, oh, someone kidnaps you and they bring you back six hours later. Why? <laughs> this is camera ground. Right. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Main event of the evening time as Adam Cole yeah. Bebe is taking on Miss Simi Stickums, Bronson yeah. Reed. A suplex drops Cole and Reed punches him in the corner, only to get kicked in the face for a two count. Reed chops away until 
Adam Cole, baby, gets in a shot of his own. The Panama, the Pan, the Panama, the Panama Sunrise, <laughs> not the Panamanian Sunrise. <laughs> Panama Sunrise gets a two count, and Adam Cole is stunned by the kickout. Back up, Bronson Reed blasts him with a clothesline to set up a power bomb. The tsunami misses though, and Adam Cole connects with the last shot, and he pins Bronson Reed. Oh, I hate that it had to be my baby, but this was so good. I was like, oh my God. The Panama Sunrise, every time he does it, I'm scared for the person taking it because it looks like you are going to die. <laughs> ah, and the fact that he did it on Bronson Reed, oh my God, it looked even worse. I was like, Ew. it's so scary, but this was so good. Yo, that missed tsunami when he went and the way he hit Matt, I was scared. I was like, I do <laughs> No! This was probably the official send-off for probably. Bronson Reed to the main roster. Yeah. Uh, he he basically wrestled the the you know, the basically the the top wrestler whole for yeah. whole, move for move in the, the mm-hmm. in the company. And yeah. and he did the job after we know mm-hmm. that he's been, you know, flirting around on main event and stuff, so this is probably it yeah. right here. Oh. After the oh. match, Adam Cole, baby, he's hitting his poses, and then all of a sudden, Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> comes out of nowhere, swinging a steel chair with reckless abandon. Yeah. He uh, he's got Adam Cole down, a brain buster. Oh, this is then they move the fight to the outside. Then Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> knocks over the steps and brain busters Adam Cole on the steps. Adam Oof. Cole is out on the floor convulsing. Oof. And uh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly is standing tall. He's out here with a mean streak. Uh, now all of a sudden, I don't know if it was good or bad for uh, uh, <laughs> for Kyle O'Reilly, but it definitely showed that, you know what I'm saying? Like he said last week, he's going to have to take some different measures uh, to get yeah. out of this. So these yeah. are different measures for sure. I'm here for it. I'm here for him being fed up, be like, oh, I'm done. Sneak attack with the chair. Yes. These two, like, fighting is just, mm, it breaks my heart, but it's also so good. <laughs> it's like Sammy and Kevin. I want you to just be together wreaking, sh- wreaking havoc. But also, when they fight, you're like, oh, my God, it's so good. So, you know, there's conflict. Right. Conflict. Uh, I I like that like these two just have smoke for each other all the time. It's <laughs> right. like whenever I see you, I'm gonna beat your ass. It's I don't on, even care. It's on site. Ever <laughs> the definition that, of on site. Ever since that unsanctioned match and Adam Cole yep. took the trash on that stretcher. <laughs> That's my favorite. Every time I think about his disappointed voice just talking shit. Oh, it makes me so happy. Oh, it's hilarious. It's like, yeah, dude, the definition of onside are these two. It's like, dude, you almost not alive, but you still got enough <laughs> energy in you. Talk trash? Like, yes. Like, that is a freaking rivalry right there. Oh, to the grave. <laughs> to the grave. You're a bitch, Kyle. <laughs> I was like, where's that coming from? <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I, mean, oh, I gotta actually, go watch that again. This has actually been going on for quite a while because then <laughs> so after that, 
after they had the match, then that's when they did the parking lot thing where it's like, you yeah. can't run me over. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> I love the rivalry. Oh, because it's vicious, but it also gives me a moment of such laughter. Oh my God, when Kyle ran up on him in his like little dojo. No, that was that. That was Adam. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this story so has been great. going on for like six months, so it seems like. So long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another great episode of NXT, man. Uh, yeah. You know, Karrion Cross not being on it kind of mm-hmm. perks it up a little bit. Yep. Um, you know, Samoa Joe finally getting around to what we thought was going to happen. Him coming back uh-huh. to be a, a, a in-ring competitor. Yeah. Um, Cameron Grimes, the LA Knight character work, throwing in the Grizzled Young Veterans to, uh, to help them out since they're not really on TV right now. I thought that was a good look for them. Uh, of course, the kick heard around the world with Dakota turning on Raquel Gonzalez finally and everybody yeah. seemingly on board with the Dakota Kai title run. Hopefully they give it to us. Um, better. Hit row and Legado del Fantasma, you know, the stakes are increasing there. Uh, Legado finally has something that they can brag about next week. Um, you know, getting the best of um, Ashanti and Top Dollar. Um, like we said, Bronson Reed probably headed up to the main roster officially after doing the job to Adam Cole, baby. Carmelo Hayes moving on in the in the breakout tournament and a little Team Sunshine. Got Yay. So, Yay. yeah, very good uh, episode of NXT. Um, yes. Things that they do better than AEW feature their women mm-hmm. and feature black people. Yep. Look at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, people are trying to complain like, man, WWE, WWE, <laughs> blah. that's like, look, hold on. Hold on. Exactly. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> WWE has more black people on their roster right now than at any time in the history of this company. And they've been right. doing this for like 70 years. Right. So and active. <laughs> right. So don't come to this point now and being like, well, WWE doesn't do anything with their black people. Like, dude, yeah. they got like, uh-uh. like the, they're showcasing the most black people they've ever showcased at one time at the same mm-hmm. time. Right. Exactly. Now. And and but they were like, but there's no black women on Monday Night Raw. But there's hardly any women on Monday Night Raw right now. Honestly. Because <laughs> they, like, uh... they fired them all. Um, yep. So, you know, there's people want to have all these different arguments for, you know, it's like, yes, we do run them down when they don't, right. um, you know, do things that are just dumb and stupid, like those number one mm-hmm. matches. But yeah. you also have to understand that, yes, at this point in time, man, they're showcasing the most black people besides like Booker T's promotion in in wrestling right now. And you have to acknowledge that from Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. You can't just be like, WWE doesn't care about their black wrestlers either. Oh no, they Exactly. It's like, come on now. Like, I will drag WWE and AEW equally. I will rant about it and drag them, but you... You need to acknowledge when they're doing things right. Right. You just do. Right. Because, I mean, like, there's Bobby. He has a belt. Mm-hmm. Bianca, yep. she has a belt. Right? Yep. Then you got big, you got Apollo Crews. He's got a belt. Yep. Forgot about that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's three champions right there. Then and then got, Biggie. 
almost Biggie with title. the money in the bucket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. four people right there that they have, you know, given championship belts to. Then not to yep. mention New Day, Big E, um, Shelton Benjamin, uh, you know, Cedric Benjamin. Alexander, um, the Street Profits. You know what I'm saying? They 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 right. got a lot of young, good talent, and they're using them. Yeah, and they're using them, like. Ch-ch-ch. It's not a James Cargill situation where you got exactly, and you can't seem to figure out a way to get her on your main show each and every week. Right. It's like, come on now. Yeah. It's like if they had Bianca Belair on AEW and then they were like, we're going to put her on YouTube. Excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> now, and the words of Miss Bianca herself, girl, uh-uh. <laughs> only thing that I, even in the, it, it really shouldn't matter because they have people like Marco Stunt and others. Uh-huh. The only thing I could, that I would think that would keep her off of being on TV regularly mm-hmm. is that they still feel that she's green and she could use some more entering training. But the best way to get better yeah. is to have matches in front of the big crowd, not the exactly crowd. You can have matches a match or two on dark and then be featured on the main show. That's what I thought dark was for. I thought dark was right. for you to get like. 10 wins and then you graduate to being on Dynamite. I thought that's what they were doing. But that doesn't seem to be the case. It just seems to be like, hey, these are our 15 to 20 main people for Dynamite and everybody else mm-hmm. we got in this company, you're on YouTube. Like, And there's no way to bust through. It doesn't seem like there's a way to bust through to go from YouTube to Dynamite unless they just be like, oh, we're st- stressed and strapped for people. We'll just print you up. Right. Don't make no sense. Yeah, it doesn't at all. It doesn't at all. But great episode from NXT this week. Really yeah, loved the character absolutely. work, character development that they did. And the matches were good as well. I mean, it's NXT. The matches are always pretty good. So I mean, wrestling part of it is usually not the part that we uh, gripe about when it comes to NXT. It's usually sideways booking or somebody not living up to the expectations of holding a title. Um, right, you know. So, at this point, your thoughts on what you liked and uh, your shout outs and thank yous. I love the show. It was so good. I really liked every match. Love Samoa Joe coming out here, being like, "All right, let's get this shit on the road." I'm resigning. You better put me back on active <laughs> on active duty so I can beat the shit out of him. Yes, give me that. I'm interested in like this whole Robert Stone brand like <laughs> upheaval. Yes. Rebrand. <laughs> That's interesting to me. I want to see what's happening there. That was really good. I like the Carmelo Hayes and what's that man's name? Josh Briggs. And Josh Briggs. That was a really good match. I really enjoyed that. And this Dugan fellow, I liked him on commentary, so that was fun. I'm excited to see their like little matchup. Oh, dude, that was really it. cool. Yeah. The dude that looks like Wade Barrett's little brother? Yeah. He did. I was like, oh my God, that's funny. So that was interesting. Um, I like this whole, like, um, <laughs> Johnny is going to fight for his daughter's honor. <laughs> so that's hilarious. I'm Team Index. Even though I don't understand Dexter Loomis, I like him better when he's, when, like, Indy's involved. So 
I'm Team Index because I want her to be happy. So that was fun. I really, really enjoyed Adam Cole versus um, Bronson Reed. That was a really good match. I love the beatdown at the end because their on-site rivalry is hilarious. Hit Row versus Imperium was awesome. Love that. That was actually like my second favorite match of the night. I really enjoyed it. I liked like the insertion of like I don't know Fantasma. I want to see what's gonna happen with them. And of course the Cameron Grimes and LA Knight thing. Just <laughs> perfection. I I actually really love the storyline. It's so good. It's hilarious. I like the like inclusion of Grizzle Young Veterans. <laughs> I want to see what if they're like gonna have a match like next week with them. So that's fun. I really enjoyed the show. It was really good. Yeah, another great effort from NXT heading yeah. uh, towards the takeover uh, the night after SummerSlam. So remember, SummerSlam is going to be on a Saturday, and NXT oh. is going to be on the Sunday. So, Ooh, um, no. yeah, so there's um there's a uh, there's that little switch up this year. So maybe SummerSlam will be re- they'll pull an AEW and go like seven mm-hmm. hours because it's on Saturday. Oh God, nobody has That's to wake up so the next long. Day. But no, there's apparently a whole bunch of stuff going on in Vegas that particular day, that particular uh-huh. weekend. So they're talking about the show might be a little bit shorter than a normal SummerSlam because they want it. Uh-huh. They don't want to uh, take away from some of the other stuff that's going on. Like there's just like a big fight and a couple of other oh. things going on that same weekend out there for that SummerSlam weekend. So it's oh, okay. crowded in Vegas if you decide to venture out. Uh, if you do, <laughs> as we tell you here every week on this show, wear your masks. Wear your mask. Don't be carry out, out here slipping. Yeah. Wash your hands frequently. Please. Stay Please. away from strangers. Especially, especially stranger the, white people. Especially the ones with no mask on. Mm-hmm. Like, Carry around some Purell. Yeah, and keep your six feet from those people as well. Please, please. If you have to carry around a stick that's six feet long, just be like, <laughs> this is as far as I need you to be. <laughs> yep. Carry around a yardstick so people get too close. Be like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> There's a variant. I don't think so. Did you wash your legs today? No, get away from me. No. You know what, though? White people will wash their hair every day, but they won't wash their legs. Interesting. I don't. Interesting. Just, you have to go out of your way to wash specific parts. You have to go out. I'm not go, I'm not talking about medical this again. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. If you want to hear my rant about unwashed white people, listen to the Patreon. That's right. Listen to the Dirt Bash. Subscribe to the Patreon page at patreon.com <laughs> forward slash CSPN Media, where you can hear Miss Simi rant about Mila Kunis <laughs> and uh, Aston Kutcher's personal hygiene. You can also yeah, hear, cross promotion. <laughs> hear her rant about AEW's lack of women and focus on their women's division. And you can also hear us break down fight for the fallen card from charlotte north carolina that took place this past wednesday so it's all over there on the dark match and more again patreon.com forward slash cspn media get into it miss simi at this point (laughs) i'm gonna turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous well shout out to you don as always shout out to the rasslecast family shout out to the cspn family shout out to the listeners Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more and for, to hear me rant about all sorts of things. Shout out to you guys in the hashtag because I love reading your commentary. And shout out to Sasha Banks because I miss her. Come back to me. <laughs> Miss her so much. 
Well, thank you, Miss Simi, once again, for joining me here for the NXT cast and also the dark match earlier. Uh, thank you to everybody who was in the Twitter spaces uh, for NXT and AEW this week. We greatly appreciate everybody coming through. Um, continue to use the hashtag NXT cast each and every Wednesday night to share your commentary with color on the black and yellow brand. I uh, go to CSPN.us, click on the tab that says keep our podcast free do some shopping with our sponsors so we can keep these shows free on the network each and every week. Um, so, you know, big shout out to all the Wrestle Bays, all the members of the Globe, Mo to the underscore Reese, Miss Jates the Max, Miss Didi Jonay, Sam, Greg, Classic, Mel, Anwar, Starwin, Terry's Boy, Miss Jupiter, J- Julep, Miss Halisa, Miss B, uh, Cami D, Anisi, Miss Laura Singh, um, and everybody else else that's down with us. Cowlit Wren and Mike Fresh and Quanta Central R and you know, the whole gang, man. We definitely appreciate gang, y'all gang. doing what y'all do for us each and every week. Interacting, listening to the podcast, retweeting the links when the new shows come out. Queen Mel Mindy, yeah. gotta give her a shout out as well. Can't forget her. Yeah. So please, please continue to support the WrestleCast and the CSPN and all the ways that you do. And for my co-host, Miss Simi, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the NXT Cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. your anger don't say anything don't say anything i understand i can see the rage bubbling behind your eyes and i understand what you're going to do tonight what carrying cross did to you last week you're right it was reprehensible it was wrong and i know that tonight you're going to fire carrying cross listen to me regal regal listen to me Listen to me, listen to me. I have a better solution. I have a much better solution. I have a way to satisfy all our needs in three easy steps. And all you need to do is just implore me. Step number one. With this piece of paper, I tender my resignation from NXT management effective immediately. I quit. this piece of paper and your signature, you reactivate me as a part of the active roster. This was a three-step process. 
And with this paper, you will make official Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship at TakeOver 36.